we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, December the 8th, 2020. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing good. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take tonight, well, it's less of a hot take, I guess, and more of a shout-out, but uh, we would be remiss, and we are very late in um, congratulating uh, the NC Dinos of the Korean Baseball League, KB organization, uh, who won the Korean Baseball Cup or Korean Baseball Championship. They defeated the Doosan Bears in six games, and... um, it's their first championship title, uh, and it was the best because their NC is the owners of the team is NC Soft, a Korean video game company that makes uh, online kind of RPG multi uh, multiplayer like world games. One of which is called Lineage, <clears throat> and in Lineage, there is a valuable in-game item called the Execution Sword which uh, NC made a full-size replica and presented it to the team after they won the championship. So there's like great pictures of like the championship scrum and people are just like waving this massive demonic sword around. (laughs) I saw that. That was pretty cool. I thought it would be cooler if that was actually the official like KVO championship trophy that they got. <laughs> like the commissioner, the Korean Rob Manfred has to come out and present the dinos with this massive sword. Right. <laughs> and then like they get to like they have the option of decapitating him. Right. That's like the risk you take of being the commissioner of Korean baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty metal, honestly, when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And congratulations anyway to the NC Dinos, which, as you may remember, was my team that I was pulling for from yeah, they the very beginning the before they'd even played a game. So, Yeah, that's like winning fantasy football for you. Right, basically. Right. All right, sweet. Well, congratulations to the NC Dinos. My name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot takes more of a question, as in, what the fuck is wrong with me? It is free agent season, right? In baseball, we're going to talk about that. And everybody else, I feel like, has, like, the grass is greener syndrome. And I'm the opposite of that. I don't want any of these free agents because all these free agents suck. Bryce Harper, he sucks. Why do you, well, he's not a free agent, but he's apparently available. He sucks. I don't want him on my team. Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant sucks. I don't want Chris Bryant on my team. Kyle Schwarber also sucks. I don't want any of these guys. Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer, he sucks. Why would you want any of these players from these other teams on your team if they're not already on your team because your team is the only team with any good players on it? Right. If they were good, they'd be on your team already. If, if that's what I'm saying. If they were any good, they'd already be on your team. <laughs> well, guess, speak for yourself. I'd love to pick up Trevor Bauer. I guess I, guess I just get so mad at 
fans of the team thirsting for all these other, you know, guys who play for other teams. Hey, man, show some goddamn loyalty to, you know, our closer Alex Colome, who's like had a 4.0 ERA or something like that. He was okay. Right. Well, it's kind of, it's interesting. Um, the, you know, we were talking, I mean, we'll get into this, I guess. Never mind. Okay, you want yeah. to save that thought? Yeah, yeah, I'll save it for one more. <clears throat> does that make me a good fan or a bad, like, baseball person? Uh, I think that that makes you ineligible for a job working in the front <laughs> office of a baseball organization. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or would that just make me the greatest GM of all time? Right. No, you would just end up with, like, a bunch of really old players on your team. You'd just, like, keep signing uh, Jose Abreu through his age 60 season. Right, let's give that man a 16-year contract yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just, like, begging you to retire, but you don't let him for some reason. <laughs> he's not allowed to. Right. Sign Abreu right now. 16 years, $320 million. We owe it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty. Uh, hey, shout out to everybody who listened to last week's episodes. We did a little top of the clock for you. We'll probably do that again. Talked about how Rudy Giuliani's perfect job would be as the lawyer for Major League Baseball. For Kurt Schilling. Uh, or Coach Schilling, right. Really, he should be Coach Schilling's personal attorney. Right. That would be great on family court. Yeah. Not family court. What's that called? The people's court? People's court? Yeah. Now, yeah. He'd get booed off of the people's court, I feel like. <laughs> Shout out to all our listeners. Uh, Barcelona, Spain, Bend, Oregon, Memphis, Tennessee. Was that you? Oh, Sam, you tell the Wigsphere again. Yeah, Sunsphere. Sunsphere, right. You mean the Wigsphere. Uh, Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania, Clarksville. That's just you going on a road trip, isn't it? I mean, I didn't listen to the podcast, but oh, okay, cool. Well, that would have been really you... funny, actually, if I just made everybody in the car listen to our podcast for sixteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Brighton, Michigan, Tainan, Taiwan. Special shout out to our listeners in Denton, Texas, right, which is outside of uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay. Famous people from Denton, Texas include Jim Chambly of the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Of uh, arguable fame. You know Austin Jackson? Um, Center fielder. He's played for everybody. Tigers, Mariners, Cubs, White Sox, Indians, Giants, Mets. His brother is in MLB, too, also. Okay. Uh, Corey Nabel, pitcher. He's from Denton, Texas. Um, Sly Stone of Sly and the Family Stone. And also Charlie Tex Watson of the Manson family, who just had a birthday. Oh, Tex. Yeah, you know Tex. <clears throat> yeah, he's probably my least favorite member of the Manson family. Yeah, right? I agree with that. That's a good, that's a good take. <clears throat> yeah. He's kind of like the fuck up of the Manson family. Well, he also is the one, he like, is he actually did all the murder, right? Right. And yeah. then he like, oh, I found Jesus. And 
blamed right. Charlie Manson for everything. Not to say that Charlie Manson doesn't deserve his share of the blame, but you don't get to like murder eight people and then find Jesus and all of a sudden you're not the bad guy anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? 100% agree with that. Yeah, and fuck it, that it guy. Was totally his, he was the guy who was holding the knives. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, happy birthday, Tex Watson. <clears throat> Favorite Pastor. member of the Manson family? Squeaky Frome. Yeah, I actually think that's also a good call. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. This is something that I can tell you have thought about. <clears throat> yeah, we should totally rank the members of the Manson family, actually. Yeah, but okay, as pitchers, like, what position does right. Squeaky Frome on the Manson family bench ball Right, team? exactly. Shortstop? Probably shortstop. Squeaky Frome, yeah. Or the catcher, maybe. She's so small, though. You gotta have, like, bones on you to be catching. Didn't they have Big Patty? Big Patty would be catching. Yeah, maybe. Or, like, the first baseman. Yeah, she would be good at first <clears throat> But Squeaky Frome also was involved in uh, an assassination attempt, right? Yeah, on... Jimmy Ford, Carter, maybe? Was it, it was either Ford or Carter. Yeah. Uh, she, she, it didn't work. Right. Right, and that's what she ended up going to jail for, actually. Right, right, because she wasn't involved in the actual um, tape murders. She wasn't there when that happened. Right. Oh, man. Do we need to do a whole Manson family podcast? <laughs> well, I think that we got to get our Manson family starting lineup, <laughs> and then we can, come, we can like circle back to this. <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds good. Anyway, uh, this is the high-quality podcasting that we do here. Uh <laughs> Remember, always listen to us. You can listen to us on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. If you do listen to us on Apple, iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and subscription. Follow us on your social media applications, Instagram, uh, for mostly food top of the crock pictures right yeah. now. Yeah, our Instagram has had a full top of the crock takeover. Yeah, which I think is a good, especially during the off season, is a good right. call. Well, it's like we can't and, go to baseball games. We're all just like locked in our houses cooking for ourselves. Right. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Jump on the Up, Facebook, WordPress, etc. Um, all right, well, we got some headlines. I'm kind of excited because we got some baseball to talk about. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> all right, hold on one second, actually. Oh, actually, okay. so no, okay. no, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. Okay. okay, so this is the big news. This happened today. Uh, the Chicago White Sox, Joel's favorite squadron, uh, acquired veteran pitcher Lance Lynn from the Texas Rangers earlier today in exchange for pitcher Dane Dunning, uh, 25-year-old pitcher, and prospect Avery Weens, who's also a pitcher, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Lynn, the 33-year-old right-hander, was in the last year of a three-year deal with the Rangers and will join Dallas Keuchel and Luis Giolito in what the Red and the White Sox hope will be one of the top rotations in the American League. Lynn went 6-3 with a 3.32 ERA for the Rangers in 2020 and finished 6th in the AL Cy Young voting. And he also pitched for the World Series winning St. Louis Cardinals in 2011. Um, question. Are, <clears throat> oh, I see. Are the White Sox going to trade for every player that Tony La Russa drunkenly rambles about at three in the morning after a bottle of scotch? 
that's my that's my theory, right? They just wait until Larusa gets real good and sussed up, and then somebody, you know, Rick Hahn, the GM, Rick Hahn is there with a legal yellow legal pad scribbling down the names of like the six guys Larusa remembers from the last time he managed in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think it's important to mention that he also is not there like of his own free will. It's like Larusa has the GM chained to his radiator with like a pad of paper and a pen, and then he just gets shit faced and screams at him. Right, exactly. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna sign fucking pools. I don't know how. But, you know, fucking forty two year old Albert Pools is gonna come back to the Chicago White Sox. And then we're going to get Jose Canseco out of his car wash slash alien hunting gig in Las Vegas. He's going to join the White Sox. I don't know who else. Yeah, uh, David Um, In terms of baseball, I mean, the internet is really fucking excited about this signing. I think it's good. I mean, a, a top three of Keiko... Giolito Lynn. That's pretty good, right? I, I yeah, like, I mean, I guess so. Everyone is way higher on Lance Lynn than I am. I agree with that. Like, he's yeah. been, you know, the talk of the town for years now as, like, this is kind of one of the top pitchers that's available because he's always available. And right. the reason he's always available is he's not worth keeping. That's that's my take on this trade. It's like right. Lance Lynn is not as good as everybody thinks he is. Right. And even everybody, like, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He'll, he'll eat up some innings, but you're going to have to score runs behind him because he's not going to yeah. win games on his own. Well, <clears throat> Chicago can score runs. Right. Um, what about, I mean, okay, my two, the, the two pluses that I like about it. Well, there's three, actually. Plus number one, he doesn't have to be the ace of our staff. Right. Right? So, so we're not really depending on him for that. But he does need to be three, maybe if we're lucky, the number four starter, if one of our young guys comes up. Right. Um, but wasn't Dunning your young guy? Well, that's the thing. I liked Dunning, but one of the White Sox problems is that they kind of had Giolito, Keiko, and then a bunch of maybes after that. Like, maybe it's going to be Dunning, maybe Dylan Cease, Garrett Crochet, we don't know. Like, Reynaldo Lopez, is he good or does he suck now? Like, it was a bunch of variables. Right. And... And kind of the the glass half full perspective on dropping Dunning is okay. Now we don't need to worry about are we going to develop Dunning? Are we going to develop somebody else? He's out. Right so now we we have to develop one of the other guys, Kopech or Crochet or Dylan Seeds. I mean, if I'm in charge, I develop all of them. Well, yeah, but you know. I think maybe one of your problems is that you're just developing one pitcher at a time. <laughs> that would be a problem. That's a good point. <laughs> the other thing I like about um, 
Lance Lynn is he's kind of got that Bartolo Cologne body going. Right. He's, he's a big guy. I like that. Yeah. I think that, uh, so another interesting thing that the White Sox happened today that I feel like we have to throw in with this is right. that they re-signed Adam Eaton to a one-year deal this year. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't get. Like, I'm not mad about it. I just don't get it. Really. Well, it's interesting because they traded Adam Eaton, and uh, yes. Luis Giolito and Dunning were at the middle of that trade. Like, that's who yep. they got back for Adam Eaton. And so they re-signed Eaton the same day that they traded away. I mean, I guess it's not that interesting, but it's worth mentioning. Right. Well, it's, it's the circle of life. It's also how many... You know, can you turn a paperclip into $20? Right. Which, you know, that would be awesome. On the other hand, you know, we traded away Chris Sale and he won a World Series. And we traded away Adam Eaton and he won a World Series. Right. So, whatever. Maybe we're the fools. The thing that I don't get is last week, we decided the non-tender or right fielder, Nomo Mazzara, who hit two twenty eight in... 2020, uh-huh. and then, and then a few days later, we signed right fielder Adam Eaton, who hit 226 in 2020. Right. So everybody else says Eaton's better. I show sure, I don't know. I'm kind of underwhelmed with the Adam Eaton. You know, Eaton. I think that what Adam Eaton brings think, is like uh, just a little bit of veteran presence. And also championship experience. I don't know. I think it's not a bad signing. Also, yeah. you're what, paying him six million or something for one Seven, year? Like, yeah, it's a one year deal. I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting. And what I was going to say during your hot take, which I didn't say because I wanted to say it now, and I'll say it uh-huh. now, is that the uh, interesting thing is like, we were talking a lot about how people aren't going to be spending money or really making moves and that this may be a really stagnant off season. But I think if you're the Chicago White Sox and you see a Houston Astros team that is in decline and you see a Boston Red Sox team that's rebuilding and kind of Mm -hmm. these perennial American league powerhouses that are kind of out of it this year, a Yankees team that, despite how much money they spend, can't get their shit together. Like, they can't stay right. healthy. And, like, this, if you're the White Sox and you maybe have a little bit less money, you know, to play with than some of the other big boys in the American League, this is your year. Like, you go for right. it, you know? Yeah. Um, right. I, you... I, I don't buy that. I guess I'm worried about Eaton. His OPS last year was 669, which was the worst of his career. Again, 60-game season, of which he only played 41. Right. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, White Sox v. Uh, v. Mets, World Series 2021. Yeah. How do you like that? White Sox v. Angels in the championship <laughs> series, American League. Ooh, why Angels? Who are you liking the Angels? I don't know. They just picked up a closer oh good they need the pitching because they've got this one guy who's really really good and nobody else yeah his name is Shohei Otani <laughs> his name is Anthony Rendon <laughs> his name is Albert Pujols <laughs> 
right. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess my last take on this is I'm I'm happier that the White Sox are being act too. You know, it's better to be too active than not active at all or not active enough. Right. So I'm happy with that. Okay. And then, you know, Tony Lewis, maybe if Adam Eaton brings that championship, Swagger. Veteran, he can manage. You know, Tony Lewis goes, takes a pee in the garbage can. Right, when he, like, falls asleep on the toilet in the in between the third and fourth innings. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Doesn't Eaton come back until the bottom <laughs> of the eighth. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about the Phillies. Okay. Phillies supposedly shopping Zach Wheeler. Uh, Buster Olney of ESPN reported on Sunday that the supposedly cash-strapped Philadelphia Phillies were open to offers for their starting pitcher, Zach Wheeler, who is Philly's second-highest-paid player, currently one year into a five-year, $118 million contract. Phillies owner John Middleton has vehemently denied these rumors, and he apparently called only after the report and said, quote, if they offered me Babe Ruth, I wouldn't trade him. Middleton also apparently said that he would refuse to trade Wheeler for Mike Schmidt or Ted Williams. So the question is, how can the Phillies trust their owner anymore now that they know that he thinks Babe Ruth was worse at baseball than Zach Wheeler? Yeah, and, you know, I feel like probably some uh, some Middleton protectors or defenders would say, well, Babe Ruth has been dead for more than half a decade, <laughs> uh, half a century, to which I would say, I would trade Zach Wheeler right now for the bones of Babe Ruth. Like, that's how much better Babe Ruth is than Zach Wheeler. Well, you get some kind of voodoo power by owning the bones right. of Babe Ruth. Right. Yeah. You just like put. You just reconstruct his skeleton in the clubhouse, and like have everybody <laughs> rub his skull on the way out down the tunnel or something. You know. Or you know, you grind up his bones and put it in their nutritional shakes. That's <laughs> what. That, that, yeah. They don't. They don't just test that on the piss test. Yeah. It's bone broth. It's. But, uh yeah well i you know and it's the phillies have really been taking a lot of heat from espn this week espn wrote an article about how the phillies are the first team to ever tank and then fail at the rebuild like everyone else who's done the tank and rebuild model has like successfully come away with you know a championship or like a string of winning seasons and the phillies haven't despite spending all of this money and tanking so hard, have still never cracked 500. They ended up at 500 last year, last year. Um, But they're a terrible franchise. And clearly if somebody's like, oh yeah, no, I'll take Zach Wheeler over Ted Williams and Mike (laughs) Schmidt and Babe Ruth, then they are not who you want running your baseball team. I can tell you that right now. Right. When did the Phillies tank? Uh, let's see, probably 2015, maybe? Right, because they won the title in 09, I believe. Um, I mean, are they going to end up, I mean, I guess we can't spend too long on this, but are they going to end up at the bottom of the NL East? Maybe. 
That would be embarrassing. They have the second highest paid baseball player in baseball. Well, that's what they need to be embarrassed by is this whole Bryce Harper bullshit. Right. They need to be embarrassed of the fact that they are um, have Bryce Harper on their team. Right. They need to be embarrassed by the fact that they're in the same division as the AAA Miami Marlins who made the playoffs last year. Right. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I did get into an argument with somebody on Twitter. I'm trying to scroll through my uh, profile right now because I was like, look, Bryce Harper is more than 20% of the Phillies' payroll as of right now, right? And Zach Wheeler is their number two guy. And if their their ownership is quote-unquote claiming to be cash-strapped, like, they need to look really hard at all the money that they threw at fucking Bryce Harper to go 81 and 81. Right. And JT Real Muto, who's not on their team anymore. Or Jake Arrieta. Or fucking Aaron Nola. Like all of these pitchers that they got that suck. (laughs) It's uh, Bradford Davis, who I was going back and forth with on Twitter. He's got a good hot take on this one. Uh, he is at B Willie on Twitter. Wheeler for Christy Matthewson's completely decomposed corpse absorbed into the soil where he was laid to rest in peace with the Lord. Who says no? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it the Phillies or the Lord who says no to the trade? <laughs> so check uh, this out. The Phillies yeah. finished in first, first place of the NL East from 2007 to 2011. And they won one World Series and uh, lost another one during that time. They, they lost the World Series in 2009. They won the World Series in 2008. Yeah. Against the Rays. Yeah. Um, well, that's a pretty damn good run. That's the Ryan Howard years. Right. right? And so yeah. then they... Went down to third place in 2012, fourth place in 2013, fifth place in 2014 and 2015. And then, so that's their like rebuild. But then it was 2016 fourth, 2017 fifth, 2018 third, 2019 fourth, 2020 third. Right. It's not good. It's not good at all. And at B. Willie's point about Bryce Harper, I was talking shit about Bryce Harper. His point is that it's not Bryce Harper's job to save baseball games in the ninth inning, which is, you know, that's fair enough. But if you hadn't spent $300 million, you might have been had some money to spend on a closer. Right. And also, like, you know, it's got to be a little bit suspect when Bryce Harper leaves the Nationals, who have been terrible the entire time he's played for them, and then they win the World Series, he goes to the Phillies on a team that's supposed to be good, and then they're just real, they're trash. Like, yeah. They got one game better with Bryce Harper on the roster. Right. So, at uh, B. Willie came back, I, I made that point to him. His point was like, yeah, they replaced Bryce Harper with Juan Soto. Which is a good point, which means, like, you don't need Bryce Harper if you have 
Juan Soto, who costs less money. Right. Yeah. But my point is the White Sox should not try to get Bryce Harper because if he's not already on the White Sox, why do we need it? <laughs> right. <laughs> If he was any good, he'd already be playing for the White Sox. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Moving well, on. I think the Phillies are in. The Phillies are not doing good, especially the Mets are like spending all the money. Right, and the and we, the Phillies don't have any like the money to spend. Like they're already a top ten uh, franchise as far as money go, like expenses right. go so right. it's like they don't have money to go after trevor bauer or jt real muto or you know any of these other guys that they might right. help get them over the top but it's like they don't even need to get over the top they need to get into the playoffs and it's like if they haven't done that with the amount of money that they are, have on their payroll right now then it's time to tear it down again i think i i would agree <clears throat> Anyway, Phillies are trash. Take, take away from this. Phillies are all garbage. Of our, all of our Philly friends are going to be glad that we did a 10-minute segment on the Phillies are trash. Yeah. They're going to love that. And, yeah. And, you know, they should trade Zach Wheeler for the, you know, undead remains of Babe Ruth, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all right, moving on. We're moving on to NFL football here. So, you know, you know that's going to be not fun. Boo. <laughs> Uh, the headline for this segment is Jets Got a Jet. Uh, the New York Jets of New Jersey, the New, Jer- New Jersey Jets of New Jersey, lost to the Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas on Sunday, 31-28, after Raiders quarterback, what's his name? Oh, uh, Carr. Sorry, Derek, Derek Carr. Yeah, uh, Calvin Carr. Um, yeah, yeah. Threw a 45-yard Hail Mary touchdown with less than 15 seconds left in the game. The Jets are taking a lot of heat for calling a six-man blitz with zero safeties on the last play of the game, (laughs) allowing Raiders receiver Henry Ruggs to get wide open and catch the winning touchdown. (laughs) With the loss, the Jets fell to 0-12 on the year and could be the first team since 2017 Cleveland Browns to go 0-16. So the question is, should the Jets just move to Cleveland now and get it over with? Right? Like, the Browns are good, so it's time for the Browns to leave Cleveland, and they can just replace them with the fucking Jets. Yeah, and they could be the New Jersey Jets of Cleveland. New Jersey Jets of Cleveland. Or, you know, they could be the Cleveland Jets of New Jersey. Like, they have just as much right to call themselves the the Cleveland Jets as they do the New York Jets. Right, yeah. (laughs) Cleveland Jets of East Rutherford. Of East Rutherford, New Jersey, exactly. They are as much a Cleveland team as they are a New York team. That's all I'm saying. Right. The Bills. The Bills are the only the best and only team NFL team of New York. Right. The the Jets are as much a Cleveland team as they are a New York team in that they are not either of those things. Exactly. And they are (laughs) 0-12. They're 0-12. So that makes them closer to a Cleveland team, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know if you... uh, So so they did fire... Here's the question. The Jets did end up firing their defensive coordinator over this play. Oh, they did? 
Yeah, they fired the DC over this. Is fight. he the guy who got in a fist fight with the man, with the coach? I don't. Oh no, know. that was the that was the, that was giant. the Giants, also yeah, of New Jersey. Yeah. Or Cleveland, like whatever. They can just call themselves whatever they want because clearly, yeah. like, truth doesn't matter. <laughs> so they fired their DC, and it's just been fucking hilarious. I watched a video earlier today of uh, Rex Ryan, of all people, like, losing his shit when they, like, showed this play. <laughs> he got so fucking furious. It was really funny. The The conspiracy theory is... Did they lose this game on purpose? Right. The tank to get the number one draft pick. Like, that's pointless to go 1-11. You might as well tank if you're going to tank. But I, I think, no. I think the correct answer is they're an incompetent organization with incompetent management, and it's just fucking hilarious. Right. Yeah, a lot of weird shit going on in New Jersey. Yeah, that's all I had to say about this. We should we watch the play. It's funny. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But it, it's pretty ridiculous that, like, yeah. everyone knows a Hail Mary is coming, so they blitz. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, they're going long. Better stuff the run, you know? <laughs> they, well, that's what makes Rex Ryan so bad. They have a linebacker spying the quarterback in case Derek Carr, who's like 50 years old and has one knee, in case he tries to run for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Any other NFL news? Your Patriots kicked the shit out of the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Yeah, the fun part about that is I have the Patriots uh, defense on my fantasy football team, uh, mm-hmm. and they scored me 31 points this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck? What defense scores 31 points? Give me a break. <laughs> Three sacks, two interceptions, one uh, touchdown, a blocked kick, and a return touchdown, and zero <laughs> points allowed. <laughs> that doesn't get much better than that. I know it's good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's, when, so where are you at in your fantasy league? Uh, well, let's see. I'm I'm gonna win this week. It looks like I'm in fifth place. Um, oh, right, right. You're mad because you've got like second or third most points, but you're in fifth place in your league. Right. So yeah. uh, let's see. I'm trying to see what the people ahead of me are doing. Um, oh, they're all doing better than me. Oh, I might jump up a. I might jump up a place. <clears throat> the number four is beating the number three. So that's. No, I think I'll probably end up in, um, oh no, I'll I'll probably end up in fourth place after today, after this week. Well, good. When are the playoffs start? Uh, next week is the last week of the regular season. Okay. Um, So if I win next week, I should be in the playoffs. Hopefully. And I don't know who I'm playing next week, actually. I should check that out. All right. Um, I want to go over some hot takes that we didn't have time to talk about that I wanted to mention real quick. Okay. Uh, Jose Abreu won the Hank Aaron Award for Best AL Hitter in 2020. Uh, 
Tim Anderson was a finalist for the Roberto Clemente Award. Cool. Rest in peace, Dick Allen, who played for the Phillies and the White Sox in the 70s. And you know him. He's that one that he, the picture of him uh, smoking a cigarette and juggling baseballs in the dugout. Sure. Um, you know, back when they let you have fun. Back when baseball was fun and you could smoke cigarettes in the dugout. Yeah. Um, those were the ones I really wanted to talk about that we didn't have time to. But uh, Oh, and uh, this is kind of a C-block thing. But former Israeli space security chief says aliens exist, humanity not ready. So that's cool. Right. And he's like 90 years old and, you know, probably senile. But also maybe he's like, they can kill me. Like, I don't care. Right. But he's also the former Israeli chief of security. Like, if anybody has seen the aliens, it's that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's and there's a secret underground base on Mars. Yeah. Anyway, you know, like as soon as Donald Trump isn't president anymore, he's gonna like spill all of that shit. Well, I think my favorite part about that article was Donald Trump has tried to tell the public about the aliens many times, <laughs> and his like advisors are like, "No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that." <laughs> like. Just out of spite. He just gets, like, pissy. and It's like, that's it. Fuck you guys. I'm going to tell them about the aliens. Yeah. Well, I think that anybody who, like, doesn't think that there are aliens is, like, like, at this point, come on, guys. There's aliens. We all know it. Sure. But are they here on Earth? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're the definitely they're here on Earth camp or have at least made contact okay huh so okay we gotta go i guess we should like my question is if you say the president and you know about the aliens who gives a shit when you're like negotiating trade deals with indonesia and like tariffs on rubber like why wouldn't like if i were the president i'd be like who gives a shit they're aliens this isn't important right be like wait 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 I'm putting tariffs on the aliens. Right. That's all that matters is the aliens. But we live our entire lives under this facade of like caring about the price of soybeans. Right. <clears throat> well, the interesting thing is, is like the reason I think that the aliens have at least made contact is because it's like the scientists haven't found them yet. You know what I mean? Like, if it was just, like, a random thing, then the scientists would have found them by now, probably. So do you think that the scientists know and they've been told by the alien slash government to keep it a secret? Or the aliens are purposefully concealing themselves from the scientists using their advanced technology? Exactly. The the second one. Because the aliens showed up when we started messing around with atomic Right. Fission. Like, right. that's that's been confirmed by the military. Yep. Well, okay. Well, yeah, it was. Yep. All those Air Force generals, the retired ones who came out, right. and they're like, we started fucking around with the nuclear bomb, and all of a sudden there were a bunch of aliens all around us. 
Right, which makes sense when you think about right, it. Right, totally. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we started splitting the atom, just like the stuff of, you know, the, the matter of the fabric of the universe. And then the aliens are like, well, we better check on these guys. And then they're like, oh, they're just blowing each other up. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> the limitless, like, potential of this technology, and they're just using it to kill each other. They're fine, you know? Oh, you think they're fine? They, we don't have to worry about them. Right, we pose not. no threat, because they're not, like, right. using it to, like, open the wormhole, which... Right could lead to inter, you know, stellar travel in a, like, moment. But, you know, they're just using it to kill each other, so. Right. So they pose no threat. That's all I'm saying. I Okay, I follow. That makes sense. I, I see what you say. Huh. Anyway, we're, we've anyway. gone way over time and we're way <laughs> off topic. More to come. We have to follow up with all of these stories. Yeah. I, I think that's important. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And we have to do all the Marilyn Manson episode. We have to do an Aliens episode. And we have to do a, no, probably no more Jets, though. That was boring. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit about the New York Jets? <laughs> the New Jersey Jets of Cleveland. The all Cleveland right, Jets of New Jersey. I like that, yeah. The, the the Cleveland Jets of East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Uh, both Sam, my name is Joel. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Mm-hmm.